Medical information obtained from our website or the live show is not intended to be a substitute for professional care. If your pet has or you suspect they might have an illness or other medical condition, you should consult a health care provider. The opinions expressed on this radio program are not necessarily those of All Paws Pet Talk, this radio show, or their sponsors. Good afternoon and welcome to a special edition of Benny and the Pets. Uh, today we are guest hosting on WPET and BBSradio.com, Station One, for the lovely Deb Wolf. And she is an excited puppy parent. Her poodle is apparently about to deliver um, some beautiful, healthy, fluffy puppies. So all of our thoughts and prayers are with Deb. And um, it's working out perfectly because we had already planned to do a Benny and the Pets podcast with our next guest, Tony Sawicki and Robin Camille of Urban Animals. Now, Amanda, Urban Animals, as you know, is this amazing new show that after a couple of years in the New York City market, it's going to be a national PBS program. And Urban I'm Animals. So excited about it. It, it just is everything that we believe in respect for animals, understanding their true nature, how humans interact with animals and all the positive ways and also avoiding the, the bad stuff. So Tony and Robin, welcome. Shout out so we know you're there. Hey guys, Hello. thanks for having us. Oh, it, it is our it's our pleasure. So tell us when the program started. When when did you first start shooting urban animals and making it from a dream into a real TV show? Well, we started uh, shooting this series actually probably back in 2010 and uh, kind of had to put it on the shelf because at that point the, the whole medium of uh, video production was changing from digital to HD, and we just weren't ready for that change right away. So I guess about 2014 we started shooting and producing the show in HD, and at that time it was on WNYE. Uh, which is NYC Life Television in New York, for two years. So that was between 2014 and 2016. We had two seasons on that, uh, on that channel. Well, that's great. Now, how many episodes have already aired in your, in your initial iteration on, on NYC cable? We have, to date, uh, produced 16 episodes, two seasons of eight episodes each. Great, great. Now, um, the thing that I think everyone really wants to know is what makes urban animals different than, you know, there's a lot of programming about pets, companion animals, all these terminologies. You know, we're, you know, as animal nutritionists and, and, and in the pet care world so deeply, uh, you know, we've taken to using the term animal guardian instead of pet owner and you know, all this language stuff. But really the bottom line is we all love animals and that's what brings us together here. But I think the unique perspective of urban animals is that word urban. So tell us that, that kind of special um, hook that you guys have brought to the, the enjoyment and the appreciation of animals. Well, well I think one of the things oh. – I'm sorry, Tony. Go ahead, honey. Okay. There's actually a couple of angles that kind of make it very unique in terms of animal shows. First of all is the format. It's, it's a news magazine format series, so it's, it's educational, uh, and it's in a news magazine format, so, and it's a human interest series. It's not so much just about animals, but it's about the people uh, in cities who, whose lives are affected and shaped by animals and who work with animals. So what makes it interesting is the totally unexpected stories that you'll find in urban centers, like wild parrot colonies living in Brooklyn and Queens, 
a movie premiere about two dogs who get married, uh, a pet (laughs) fashion designer who dresses up hamsters, turtles, and bearded dragon lizards, uh, a mother duck uh, who raised her ducklings in a fountain in front of a Manhattan high-rise. I mean, these are stories that are decidedly urban that you really aren't going to see on most other animal shows uh, and that are actually also educational, uh, that endeavor to teach people about these animals and the interactions with people as we tell a story uh, about something very unique that's happening in an urban setting. Well, I think that's what a great twist, don't you think, Amanda? Yeah, I think uh, it's fantastic. You know, um, the Marlon Perkins in the jungle type stuff is great, but let's face it, we uh, most of us tend to live in or near cities, and we have bustling active lifestyles, and we incorporate animals as companions into those, but um, also like the, the animals in the city who are wild animals yet living so close to humans, I mean, that's a really, uh, really fascinating aspect of it. Yeah, they, they find themselves having to um, accommodate us or change for us and figure out where they're going to make their homes if they can't get back to the wild. So that I'd love to see the uh, episode with the fountain. I think that sounds great with the mother duck. Yes, of the yeah, stuff we've, we've seen, we've loved every, every segment that we've watched. Uh, and now, how it's do people find great. it if, you know, it's not live? Or um, how do people find some of the older episodes while we're waiting for you guys to launch some new the ones? The older episodes will actually ultimately be streamed uh, on our website, urbananimalsonline.com. But what we're going to be doing for the first national, for the first season that the show airs nationally is we're going to take a lot of the, the favorites the favorite segments, and those have been edited together with some newer segments to make eight brand new uh, episodes, but where a lot of the, the segments that have, that have done very well before are going to be on them. So a lot of it will be able to be seen again on television. Well, that's a fantastic idea. That's a fantastic idea, Tony, because you you did all this great work and it wasn't exposed to a national audience. So why why deprive uh, all your new fans of the enjoyment of all the great work that you've already done as you're working on on new uh, content? And um, so um, tell us, how did the connection with uh, PBS happen? Was that something that was always your goal to to wind up as a PBS program? I mean, it's a dream come true, but... You know, uh, how does that, with you as a creator and Robin as the creative team and, and, and the rest of the great people who work with you, uh, did they find you? Did you seek them out? I mean, I'm always fascinated by how these things happen. Well, my goal was always for this show to do a couple of seasons locally and then to approach the... It, I, I need to make a distinction, though, between PBS and public television. Uh, PBS is actually an independently operated public broadcaster and pro, uh, program distributor, and they're located in Arlington, Virginia. And they produce content such as Sesame Street, Antiques Roadshow, PBS NewsHour, that is distributed via the public television network. So it's a network of 350 uh, PBS-affiliated public television stations. So we are, not, we are not specifically going to be a PBS show. We will air on the public television, the PBS member television stations on the affiliates alongside of PBS shows. But the only shows that can really technically be called a PBS show are those that are produced by PBS in Arlington, Virginia. So really uh, well, we are technically a public television, uh, an educational public television series. We would be considered a third party uh, source. Uh, an independent producer for public television. 
Well, that makes perfect sense because you guys are independent. You've, you're the creators of this program. It, it wasn't like kind of something farmed into the into the system there. And and the fact that it's going to be distributed through that network is just the perfect uh, the perfect opportunity for you to to produce and create the kind of show you want. And obviously, it was recognized there would be a lot of interest in it um, nationally. So. Um, in terms of the markets where the show will be on, I guess that it's probably an ongoing, um, an ongoing uh, task as uh, you line up stations to pick the show up. How many stations uh, now you're going to be launching in September, Tony and Robin? Yes. Yeah. Um, and when will the first show air, at least um, what's the tentative start date? We really don't have a date yet because we have to. We have to. Uh, the distributor has to has the has to have the episodes and then make them available to their network of PBS affiliate stations. Uh, what will happen is Robin will be traveling to the. Uh, you know, every year there's a meeting of public television stations, and Robin will be traveling there, and she will be talking talking up the show and educating people about what the show is, showing them clips, uh, giving them information. You want to talk about that a little bit, Robin? Yes, yes, and just making them aware uh, that the show is available uh, to uh, their audience, uh, each of the, the individual um, program directors in the designated cities who happen to be PBS uh, affiliate member stations. Um, so it will be made available, and it you know, may be on different times, at different time slots, depending on their fall lineup. Um, but it will be made available to all of them. And uh, since PBS does not have a show um, similar to this, uh, we're anticipating that it will uh, be picked up uh, and shared with uh, many of the, the viewers, 120 million viewers uh, of uh, PBS member stations. Well, first right. of all, Robin, with you out there, promoting the show, it's a guaranteed <laughs> lock that they're going to jump on this thing. And, um, and second Thank of all, you. that means we're going to talk again before the, the official launch and, and be able to provide some, some stations and some, some tips for people to find the show. Um, now, if we could indulge with you guys to stay with us for another segment, we're just going to take a short break. And uh, we'll be right back, and we'll talk about some new story ideas that you guys are kicking around and, and, um, and also about the fabulous launch party in New York City, which we can't wait for. So we'll be back with Benny and the Pets on Deb Wolf's show. And thank you, Deb, for letting us sit in for you today. And uh, we'll be back to finish up and have a great second segment with Robin and Tony from Urban Animals. And welcome back to Benny and the Pets special Deb Wolf edition. Deb, tell us when those puppies come. Now, we are honored, privileged to be here with Tony Sawicki, the creator, producer, writer, uh, the initial force behind Urban Animals, and his executive producer, the team, uh, the team leader for going out and promoting Urban Animals, Robin Camille. And um, would you guys like to mention a couple of the other key people on the, on the Urban Animals program and give them their creds? Absolutely. Uh, one of our co-producer on the show is Clover Welsh, and Clover has been working with me for years on other projects and is a, a huge animal lover. Uh, both of us have loved animals since long before uh, and had pets uh, and talked about animals since long before. Actually, Clover is kind of the co-creator of this series because Clover and I really came together and said, let's do an animal show. And uh, so I definitely think kudos need to go out to Clover, our amazing associate producer, uh, Dana Bryant, who uh, is just an amazing artist and an amazing videographer and does a tremendous job 
uh, with with graphics, et cetera, et cetera, really, really is a huge, huge um, uh, part of the team. Uh, and of course, our amazing crew, which would be Roberto Zuluaga, who is uh, does our green screening and our lighting and our sound, and Phil Scaringi, who is our principal photographer. And there's also Hugo Lopez, uh, our associate producer. So that would be you know the entire team. Well, that's great. Well, this is big time, serious TV stuff. It's so, it's so. I'm so excited for you that you've done all this hard work, and now you're going to this huge next step. And to celebrate that next step. Robin and Tony are hosting, along with the rest of their team, a launch party in New York City. Now, this uh, sounds to me like it's going to be one of the, the parties of the year. I'm, I'm sorry, I can't give out invitations, but I, I do want you guys to, to talk about it a little bit because it uh, sounds like you're going to have some very interesting guests with both two legs and four. So tell us a little bit about the launch party coming up uh, a week from Saturday in New York City. Well, it's going to be amazing. Uh, we're inviting some uh, of our guests who were on the New York City um, show, who were on our guests on that. They're going to be coming back. We have someone coming with a fabulous uh, pig. We have someone <laughs> coming with a porcupine. Um, we this have someone pig is going to be dressed in Oh yes, I mean we we have so many so many, and those they're, they're going to be there interacting with our guests and and taking some amazing photo ops. We're going to have some other pet parents uh, who are on the um, uh, uh, celebrity pet uh, fashion show circuit, um, and uh, they're going to be coming, and the, the, the pets are going to be in gowns, and we're going instead of a red carpet, we're actually going to have a green carpet. Um, so it's nice. going to be amazing. Yes, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be and, fabulous. It'll be it's going to be a lot of fun. And, 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 and we honestly, just found out today. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead, Tony. You're up. We just found out today that Kelly Simonetti, who is an absolutely amazing force in animal rescue and rehab uh, out in western New Jersey, she's from the Antler Ridge Wildlife Sanctuary. She has previously been featured on the show a few times, and she's going to be bringing, if she can, a baby porcupine. So wow. we're going to have a lot of opportunities. We're going to have a whole area where people can be photographed with, you know, different types of animals. I mean, they're not going to be able to hold the porcupine because it is still a wild creature. But they, can sort of stand. Yeah. <laughs> they can stand with it and have a picture taken. Uh, we've got Jerry and Nina, who are the Birdman and Bird Lady of Canarsie, pretty legendary out in Brooklyn, and they're going to be bringing some of their parrots. Uh, people can be photographed with them. And, of course, Robin talked about the pig. Uh, Kevin Ugarte is a, uh, is a pet fashion designer, uh, and he is going to be coming with a couple of different animals that you wouldn't expect dressed in hot couture, including that pig. So it should be very, very interesting. And, and honestly, yeah. doesn't the word fabulous always belong in the same sentence with pig? You, if you're saying <laughs> this, <laughs> always. <laughs> now, um, tell us about some of your um, sponsors. Uh, we at uh, Benny and the Pets, um, and through our parent company, Clear Conscience Pet, are involved and honored to be involved. But uh, tell us about some of your other great sponsors that are helping to make this happen, the party itself, and hopefully... Uh, working with you on the show as it moves forward. Yes, well, we would like to to thank you, uh, Anthony and Amanda, for coming on board to uh, uh, be one of our media sponsors for the launch party, uh, and through through uh, Benny and the Pets and your uh, parent company, Clear Conscious Pet. Uh, I'm sure our guests will love uh, the the samples that you send over for those those fabulous 
swag bags. Um, but we'd also like to thank Hampton's Pet Magazine, uh, one of our other media sponsors, as well as um, Bike Toe Leash and D-Pet Hotel, which is the venue where the party will actually be held. Uh, and those are our party sponsors. We'd also like to give a shout-out to uh, an acknowledgement to the television show sponsors, because none of this would have been uh, possible without their support. First, Verback Animal Health, which uh, develops and distributes products to make sure pets stay healthy. Uh, Mendata Products, which cre- who are the creators of Dermagic, a skin care product line for mm. dogs yeah, and great cats. Products. Mm-hmm. Yes, very good. Uh, Dr. Kruger Pet Supplements. Uh, they create uh, supplements for dogs and cats and Vital Essentials, uh, the producers of a, a line of raw pet food. So we're very excited to, to have uh, everyone on board. Uh, and, again, this would not have been possible without your support and the support of all of the, the sponsors that I mentioned. And well, cool you're in so thank, you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes. yes. Uh, the cool thing about those the are all good companies, and we know them. Uh, we know most of them personally, and and others we know by reputation as longtime veterans of the pet care industry and pet nutrition. So you found good people, and they found you, and that's the way it should work. It's good good, good karma that you're generating, and you're bringing good people on board. So how how great is that? Um, now um, now we want to tell you really briefly about. The Burrowing Owls of Cape Coral, Florida, because we're going to do a future episode on this, we hope, and we're not going to yes. spend a lot of time on it. But we just want to tell uh, anyone who's listening, the, you know, the multitudes that are, that are tuning in and that will re, you know, hear this and rebroadcast, that in Cape Coral, Florida, there's a protected species called the Burrowing Owl. And there are some in other areas, but for some reason they've decided this is their hometown <laughs> And so we have a whole group of volunteers down here that uh, when they dig their burrows, they put little stakes around them and little signage so people won't bother them. And literally, they're like the town mascots. And they are like nine inch. They're one of the smallest parrot species. And they just sit there and look at you. You walk up, stay about 10 feet away and be respectful. And they just hang out and look at you. They could be next to the 7-Eleven. They could be on your neighbor's front lawn. Next and to next to a fire hydrant or stop sign. And it's crazy. Baseball fields. Never they seen love. anything like it. So anyway, stash that one away for a future idea. Uh, just we wanted to plant that seed. So now um, tell us well, about... That, um, let me just say that is a classic urban animal story. A burrowing yeah. owl... Uh, with a with a with a with a nest right next to the Seven Eleven, it doesn't get oh, more yeah. urban animals. <laughs> we <would> definitely, <laughs> we would definitely be interested in going down there and covering that uh, that story. We did something uh, something on the uh, urban wild parrots in Queens, and uh, that was really interesting. So these kind of stories really uh, really capture people's imaginations. Absolutely. I well, think wonderful. we couldn't be more excited uh, for you for the achievement that you've made to get to this next huge step in in the very, very difficult dog eat dog world of of television. So, um, so hats off to you guys for for being one of the. Uh, the teams that really could you know push through that barrier, and uh, we're going to be among your biggest fans and and uh, out here shouting out the uh, the glories of of urban animals. So um, we would love to talk to you for forever and ever, but we know how busy you are getting ready for your launch, and we know that we're going to be speaking again when we get closer to the actual launch of the series on the many many stations that I'm sure will be picking it up in September. So. Um, uh, Robin, one more time, do you want to tell us how we can find you? If you're not there telling us how to find you guys, how else can we find you? What is yes, the website? Well, 
Yes, the website is urbananimalsonline.com. Yes, that's our website. That's our official and, website. And I just found that you can find um, Urban Animals on Facebook quite easily. Just put Urban Animals up in the search bar. And please go on and like the Urban Animals Facebook page, and that's generated a lot more. You know, uh, you've already got a nice following. Let's uh, let's get lots more people on your Facebook page, and and uh, let's really spread the word and the network. And uh, and let's all remember the 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 center of the whole thing. And I think what really motivated, uh, if I can be so bold as to say, Tony to do this is just the sheer love and respect for animals and we want to enjoy them in a respectful way that acknowledges their nature and the fact that we can live and work together and and in a manner that that's good for everyone involved so um so hooray for tony for creating this and you know when we have animals in our lives and we have a positive relationship with them they make us better human beings so that that, 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 that's what it's all about there's no question about it, and that's a perfect note on which to leave. So, Tony, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come and join us today. And, Robin, thank you so much for being with us and for making it all happen and bringing us all together. We will look forward to seeing you in New York City, and we will look forward to future engagement about urban animals here on Benny and the Pets. Thank you so much. Thank Thanks, you guys, guys very much for your thank support. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye now.